When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. Ah! Godfather of Soul, Soul Brother Number One, James Brown, who mentored at that time Little Al Slim Shady Sharp, then coming out of Stone Avenue from Brownsville, never ran, never will. He was a little boy preacher who would warm up the crowds before James Brown would come out and do the mashed potato and do a set for about three hours with Maceo and the Mac. Well, let me tell you something. Uh, I don't know if Al Slim Shady Sharpton at the Sheraton Hotel at the annual gathering, the shakedown, I call it, by the National Action Network of Fortune 500 companies is actually paying tribute to James Brown, who was a lifelong Republican, supported Eisenhower, supported Nixon against Kennedy. All you had to do was read Jet uh, and Ebony magazine, and you would see that. But I don't think he wants to bring that up, nor does he want to bring up the fact that is host of the National Action Network Shakedown, where he charges uh, Wall Street corporations massive dollars in what he calls civil rights insurance. Uh, it's a guarantee that the National Action Network will not have a no justice, no peace demonstration outside of your place of business. He learned that from Jesse Jackson, Operation Rainbow Coalition, Operation uh, Breadbasket. But he's fallen on hard times. So... Uh, the go-to guy for the shakedown racket is Al Slim Shady Sharpton. And it's interesting because he's a host here and he has introduced a parade of sanctimonious hypocrites. First one is himself. Let me tell you, there was a time in which, uh, as we honor Bernard McGurk, by the naming of the studio Bernard McGurk, he died too early in his career, the greatest of all time in producing and in broadcasting. When he was teamed up with uh, Sid Rosenberg, uh, they double-teamed Al Slim Shady Sharpton. Uh, we went into our vaults to get uh, this classic Bernie and Sid cut. Al Sharpton talked about blood-sucking Jews, the interloper thing. A Jewish man had a shop in Harlem. How dare that interloper invade our neighborhood and open up a, a store? And then, of course, uh, let's not forget that who drove him home yesterday from that meeting on Capitol Hill? None other than Tawana Brawley. Josh, yep. drove him home. Yep, Sid is right. Tawana Brawley lives in nearby Maryland. She's a follower of Scooey Louis Farrakhan of the Nation of Haters of the Nation of Islam. And she is a follower of the NOI and has always taken the code of Omerta. That was a setup. That was a fagazi action. C. Vernon Mason was disbarred. Alton Maddox was disbarred. But no harm came to Al Slim Shady Sharpton. So he was introducing on the stage 
the man of the hour, Alvin Bragg, who does not arrest criminals, but has eyes only for Donald Trump. Uh, and I've seen him up front and seen the lawlessness that he can do. And What's... you believe it should happen? I, you know, I, I, I believe we have to hold him accountable. Uh, I haven't seen all the facts beyond the public, but I've litigated with him. And so I'm, I'm prepared to go where the facts take me once I see them uh, and hold them accountable. That's when he was running in the Democratic primary and he beat his opponents uh, and everything was prosecute Trump. Don't prosecute criminals. The exodus uh, from Manhattan is staggering. The shoplifting, boosting, the raping, the assaults, uh, the shootings, they just continue. And Alvin Bragg just wants to talk about prosecuting Trump. By the way, when he came in after Cyrus Vance, he looked at all the materials that Vance's team had uh, assembled, and he said, there's no case here. And then all of a sudden he had an epiphany, and he said, oh, the greatest uh, the greatest uh, cooperating witness of all time is Michael Cohen, not. And if uh, insult is not added to injury by this one, I don't know how you define this uh, statement because Tish James was on the stage the highest elected law enforcement official in New York who never goes after street thugs and street criminals, but has eyes again only to prosecute anybody with the name Trump, family members, business uh, concerns. And as you saw in the seven hour deposition yesterday of Donald Trump, the Donald himself. No one is above the law, including this No, it didn't say protecting us, getting the bad hombres off the streets, uh, stopping uh, those uh, who are shooting cops. No, no, no. None of that. Why? Why would she? She was a product of the Working Families Party. Uh, she might as well be lockstep with AOC, all our crazy Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, leader of the Socialists of America. As you know, she's the protege to Bernie the Alta Sanders. When he drops dead, she takes over. And she just uh, yesterday declared that uh, that Astoria, Queens, is the People's Republic for socialism. Because every elected official there, from herself as congresswoman to the two state senators, three assembly persons, and her mini-me, Caban, the city council person, are all socialists, proud socialists. And that's what I'm stopping. We opened up the Ronald Reagan Republican Club in the heart of Astoria, the motherland of socialists. People said, you're going to knock yourself out. We already have our candidate to defeat uh, Caban, who wants to remove cops and remove prisons and destroy the quality of life. Her name is Kelly Klingman, single mother of two. She's an executive in a real estate firm. She works hard in order to pay uh, her bills, and she's now dedicating her life to take out Caban. It should be anybody but Caban, anybody but AOC. And Tish James is just part of that cabal. But what about Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan? By the way, he's not my mayor. He's the mayor of the illegal aliens because whatever they want, they get. Uh, if it's uh, a birth in American uh, veteran or somebody in hard times, they get Ugats, they get Bubkas. It's all for the illegals, nothing for you. But here was Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan who hosted a dinner for AOC All Out Crazy, uh, Queen of the Socialists, and her mini-me, the city councilwoman Caban, who wants to remove cops and remove prisons, hosted a dinner for them at Gracie Mansion 
two Saturday nights ago and made a deal with them, which is to lay off of them because he's already gone. No mas, no mas. He's waved the white flag. Instead, he wants to attack Congressman Jim Jordan, who is bringing in his judicial committee oversight uh, into the Jacob Javits Center on Monday and interviewing victims of crime who uh, ended up being victimized by the uh, district attorney of Manhattan, Bragg, starting with Jose Alba, the guy behind the counter who had to stab his assailant over and over and then fled to the Dominican Republic because he said he was safer there than he was in Manhattan. Listen, this is not about public safety. We're, move, we're trending in the right direction. Their districts are trending in the wrong direction. What the hell is he talking about? What districts? Jim Jordan's district? Suburban Columbus, Ohio. Rural Columbus, Ohio. You couldn't be more hopelessly wrong. And then uh, he claims this is all because of Trump. These folks at the National Action Network are Trump-obsessed. Do they not realize that Al Slim Shady Sharpton used to run with Trump and Don King? Isn't it great to be uh, an American? They were the three amigos on the boardwalk in Atlantic City. I clearly think that this is put in, put on place by uh, Donald Trump campaign committee. What? <laughs> and then he thinks that Jim Jordan and the uh, uh, judicial committee from the House are coming here to learn about his crime fighting techniques through the missing in action police commissioner, Sewell, who is not permitted to meet with her chiefs, her deputy chiefs, and only meets with the deputy mayor, Phil Banks, on Sundays. And I hope... It's in church and not at a hotel, motel, Holiday Inn Express. It's quite possible that they come into New York to sit down with the commissioner so she can show them some of the things she's doing to bring down the crime so that they don't continue to see the spike in crime in their locations. Well, maybe she can introduce what has turned out to be the laughing stock throughout America, the robot cop that Eric Adams has put into Times Square. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger, no Will Robinson. We've become the laughing stock as crime is everywhere. And then the man that Time Magazine named as one of the most 100 influential people in America, Hakeem Jeffries, who I warned you about. I told you he was the nephew of the most virulent anti-Semite ever to exist in New York City. And boy, that's saying a lot. Dr. Leonard Jeffries, formerly of the City University of New York, was uh, placed in charge of black studies. He came up with this whole concept of ice people. That's us, the McWhitey Whiteys, and sun people. That's people of color. And you remember who inherited that, Reverend Wright, who for 10 years preached before Barack Obama and Michelle Obama in the south side of Chicago. And they claim they never heard him say that, even though he said that at every sermon. I guess with too many hallelujahs, too much clapping, uh, too much swing. Get out of here. A virulent anti-Semite. And I was pounding away when Hakeem Jeffries was nominated without any challenge to become the majority leader of the Democratic, uh, Democratic House members and soon at some point to become the next speaker when the Democrats are in charge. And I said the guy used to travel to Egypt. With Dr. Leonard Jeffries, in which Dr. Leonard Jeffries was preaching anti-Semitism and preaching about how whites are devils. He would go on those forays. Nobody wanted to ask him the questions. And then finally, finally, 
The Wall Street Journal found an issue that CNN ran with that when he was in college in Bingington State University, Hakeem Jeffries wrote an op-ed piece in the student newspaper praising his uncle, talking about how he's challenged by the white supremacist educational system and the long-distorted history. He was in complete defense of his uncle, the most virulent anti-Semite in the history of New York City, and that's saying a lot. I'm proud to say I was one of those who joined together in solidarity with then Herman Badillo, who was on the CUNY board, to uh, to uh, go at Dr. Leonard Jeffries while, hey, Hakeem, you, 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 you had faulty memories, says, I, I don't quite remember that I wrote that op-ed piece. By the way, Lou, he remembers all the words from Biggie Small's songs. You notice whenever he's on the house floor, whenever he's on C-SPAN, he's always quoting Biggie Smalls, who was slinging crack to pregnant women in the housing projects right there in North Brooklyn, right? He remembers all those words. But he doesn't remember writing the op-ed piece in the Binghamton student newspaper in defense of his uncle, Leonard Jeffries, the most virulent anti-Semite in the history of New York City. Shame on all you Jews and Gentiles, blacks and whites, who refuse to question him over that. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Sliwa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. Generals gathered in their masses. Just like witches at black masses. Evil minds that plot destruction. Sorcerer of death's construction. In the fields of bodies burning. As the war machine keeps turning. And hatred to mankind Poisoning their brainwashed minds oh, Excellent Black Sabbath, Ozzy Osbourne The song that I always play When we talk about warmongers And that's uh, who we have at the Pentagon It spans the decades back to Westmoreland in Vietnam and then, of course, uh, we had James Clapon, Clapoff Clapper, head of the NSA for Obama. Before that, uh, you had the weapons of mass destruction argument put forward by Colin Powell. It was all lies, lies, lies. Clapper said, oh, we never spy on the American people. And thank God there was a subcontractor who exposed that as the lie that it turned out to be. And who is that? Edward Snowden. And he was made persona non grata as whistleblowers always are. So let's deal with this latest, uh, what the New York Post is calling a geeky leaker. Soldier busted for worst security breach in 10 years, 21 years old. Uh, apparently with the uh, Air National Guard in Massachusetts. And right away you would say, what the hell? You have an Air National Guardsman in Massachusetts that is privy to sensitive secret details that he could purloin and share with the world on a chat site. 
It sort of brings us back to uh, hmm, Private Bradley, who then became a taxpayer's expense. Chelsea Manning. We'll get into that momentarily. But I was listening intently because I was also on at 7.05 with Sid Rosenberg and friends in the morning. And following me, he had on the brand-new congressman uh, from up there in Rockland County, Westchester, uh, Mike Lawler. He's a rookie. So I expect he would make rookie mistakes. And this is what he said about this leaker that he should have just brought it into a closed session of the House. Somebody has information that they think should be uh, made available to Congress. There are certain uh, uh, ways to do that. You can come to Congress to disclose the, that information, but to do so in a classified setting. <laughs> um, apparently, he's a little bit on the young side. Those of you like me who grew up, Spy versus Spy, Mad Magazine, Alfred E. Newman, what me worry, we know that there is uh, no guarantee of anonymity. If you watch Scandal with Kerry Washington, you know there's no cloak of anonymity. CIA are criminals in action. And I want to salute Lou Macedonian Phil because he came up with a number of historical instances where individuals who came forward as whistleblowers all of a sudden came to a um, untimely demise. And it was said that they had jumped off a cliff while shooting themselves in the back of the head. Yeah. Or that they had accidentally strangled themselves when they were putting on their tie in their basement. Yeah. Uh, or the best one, uh, with all the friends of Bill and Hillary Clinton who met uh, an untimely demise, that maybe uh, this guy would have drove his car into a ditch, got into the back seat, and stabbed himself in the stomach 36 times and bled out. Are you crazy? Trust the House or trust the Senate? Never. And then Lola went on. How all of a sudden this uh, leaker put lives in jeopardy. To leak this information, as this uh, gentleman did, uh, is a crime. And it endangered the lives of our service members. It endangered the lives of our intelligence officials. It endangered the lives of those cooperating with the United States, uh, especially in areas like Russia, uh, and and put people in jeopardy. You know something? uh, Again, I chalked this up to rookie mistakes by Mike Lawler. But we said that about Private Bradley, a.k.a. Chelsea Manning. Remember? Remember, there were 750,000 classified and unclassified sensitive documents that she downloaded and she eventually gave to WikiLeaks. She tried to contact her congressman first in Maryland. He wouldn't even call her back. She went to the Washington Post. They said they weren't interested. Uh, She called the New York Times. They wouldn't even call her back. She reached out to WikiLeaks and what? Oh, yeah. Julian Assange published it all. And I heard the same ranting and railing that I heard later on from Peter King. By the way, that was one of the greatest moments in talk radio. Peter King squaring off with Sid Rosenberg. We'll play that in the Sid rap. But I'd be, oh, uh, jeopardizing American lives. Well, guess what? Private Chelsea Manning was acquitted of aiding the enemy and acquitted of causing American lives to be in jeopardy. That was uh, before military tribunal. Huh? Huh? Oh, man, the exaggerations here. And then, of course, Congressman Mike uh, Lawler, New Jack, was talking about how it jeopardized people's lives in the Ukraine. 
And when you have a situation like we're dealing with with the war in Ukraine, uh, where you ha- you're dealing with a vile thug and dictator and Vladimir Putin, who will stop at nothing uh, to murder, to uh, commit war crimes, and you put this information out into the public, you are jeopardizing the lives of people over in Ukraine. Congressman Lawyer, again, I chalk this up to rookie mistakes. I mean, come on. Every day are CIA criminals in action, along with the Ukrainian Secret Service, putting out misinformation about Vladimir Putin. Uh, yesterday was that he was dying. Uh, he has Parkinson's disease. He has blood cancer. He has brain cancer. He's shaking. He's trembling. Oh, my God, he's bloated. Every other day, he's going to drop dead. Well, guess what? <laughs> he, 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 he keeps pushing this war effort. You can't trust the CIA. They're criminals in action. And then, of course, Mike Lawler, like everybody else, without looking at any of the evidence, without looking at the rationale for why a 21-year-old National Guardsman with uh, (laughs) Massachusetts uh, Air Corps uh, would have access to all this sensitive information. No, drop the hammer on him. Death penalty? Well, maybe not death penalty. Life without parole. And I don't care what his intentions were. I don't care what he thought. Uh, he was doing to to make the public aware. Uh, it's all a bunch of nonsense. And as far as I'm concerned, he should be fully prosecuted and spend the rest of his life behind bars. Yeah, well, let me tell you something. That's what they always say in the beginning. Private Chelsea Manning, not only did we pay for her sex transformation to a woman in Leavenworth, She was released. She ran for the U.S. Senate nomination in Maryland as a Democrat. And do you know who has she been hanging out with of late? One of Elon Musk's uh, many women. I forget which one that he's had all those kids with, uh, the singer. I'm trying to remember her name right now. Uh, But uh, she was quite the item. This is nonsense. This is specious. Lock them up, throw away the key. Really? You really think a 21-year-old young serviceman, a geek, is responsible for all of this on his own, right? You'd love to just slam the door, lock him up, and not really dig, dig, dig and say, you know, this is impossible. He released this in a chat room. Do we think he did this himself? And, in fact, if he did do it himself, don't you think the more important question is, how did he have a top-secret clearance How did he have a top-secret clearance since 2021? He's only 21. I mean, he's in the Air National Guard. Nobody wants to ask that question, right? Nobody. And then all of a sudden, we continue on. Remember the case of uh, Edward Snowden. Remember how Edward Snowden had been contracted by the National Security Agency of Clapper. Clap on, clap off head of the NSA for Barack Obama. Remember? Remember how Edward Snowden said, I had to be the whistleblower. I had to release this documentation. The American public needed to know that the National Security Agency and the government was spying on them, spying. And right away, James Clapper came into the well of the House and the Senate. How dare you believe this, Edward Snowden? Traitor! He should be locked up, drawn and quartered. Put him in front of a firing squad. Ask him if he wants cigars, cigarettes, or tuberellas, and then blast him into the air after. Remember that? 
Remember what James Clapper said? Does the NSA collect any type of data at all on millions or hundreds of millions of Americans? No, sir. Uh, so he claimed that they weren't spying on us. And then it was proven that, in fact, they were spying on us. Now, were there any ramifications for James Clapper? Of course not. In fact, he was one of the 51 former members of national security agencies who signed a paper that claimed that Hunter Biden's laptop, uh, all the information on the hard drive was Russian disinformation. He was using his expertise, he said. Liars. You can't believe anything these guys say. Not Republicans, not Democrats. I hearken you back to the Pentagon Papers, right? The Pentagon Papers. Think about your history before all of a sudden you want to prosecute and arrest and incarcerate for life or even give the death penalty to whistleblowers. Pentagon Papers released. It said that there was a secret war that Lyndon Baines Johnson and Richard Nixon didn't tell the American public bombing raids into Laos and Cambodia, secret raids. When Richard Nixon was elected in 1968, he was elected on an issue that he would get us out of Vietnam. And if anything, he accelerated the war. So Daniel Ellsworth was maligned. He was called a communist. He was called a supporter of the North Vietnamese. He was called an agent of the Soviet Union. And yet Daniel Ellsworth was correct to release that, Luckily, the New York Times printed it, and we all found out for ourselves that Westmoreland, LBJ, and all of those warmongers, and Rusk, and everyone else was lying to us, lying to us, McNamara, lying to us. How many needless dead bodies, huh? Now, I support the whistleblowers, Julian Assange, right? Remember Hillary said, oh, we got to incarcerate Julian Assange. We can't wait till we get Julian Assange, my little pretty, and put him in Leavenworth for the rest of his life. But we learned so much when he dropped information about what our country was doing and not telling us. And out of everything that I've read so far, that this geeky geeky, uh, leaker uh, released to the public, we learned that our fake, phony, fraudulent, fugazi ally Egypt and the uh, dic- dictator, the totalitarian dictator, Zaji, who tortures all of the dissidents. Anybody, there's no free speech in uh, Egypt, but he's our ally, so we leave him alone. That he's selling missiles to Russia to use in the Ukraine. He's selling missiles to Russia, and we knew that. And we did nothing about that. We turned a blind eye to that. Do you think we, the American taxpayers who are funding all this, have a right to know who our fair-weathered, fugazi, fair-weathered friends are? You're damn right we do. And then once again, it proved that we spy more on our allies than we spy on our enemies. And our allies spend more time spying on the United States than they spy on their enemies. Spectacular! Now, here's the Sid Wrap-Up. Oi! I think uh, Sid Rosenberg got the signal from uh, Naomi up there in the Jewish uh, Alps. Oh, man. The uh, Catskills. To get in that ring and knock out Congressman Peter King, that was great talk radio. That's the way talk radio is supposed to be, what you listened to this morning between Peter King 
and Sid Rosenberg about the arrest of this uh, geeky leaker in Massachusetts. Classic. It wasn't Barney talk. I love you. You love me, which is most of what talk radio and talk TV is of late. It was spirited, and it really showed two different points of view. Here was Sid talking about um, the Pentagon leaker is not the sole individual, that he's just a small little pisha compared to who's responsible. I've said a thousand times, the kid should go to jail. What are you talking? Did I say, don't arrest him, leave him alone, he's a little boy? I never said that. I don't think highly of him. What I'm saying is, there's a much bigger issue. And then it was Congressman Peter King arguing over the sensitive information that he claimed was in that uh, leak. You got people like Jim Jordan, you got people like Mike McCall, you got people like Mike Turner, Sam, the Intelligence Committee. There will be an investigation. Wait, wait a second. He, he put out that Lloyd Austin is a filthy liar, which what he is. That's exactly what he is. What, what, what is all this sensitive information that I'm missing here that I didn't see well, that's going to get our kids killed? Oh, I love it. Sid was right on, spot on with that. But Peter King was coming back, and he wants the death penalty for this 21-year-old leaker. You don't know what you're talking about. There were so many articles, so many items, and that information yeah. that is going to cost people their lives overseas. That's the reality. How do we know what the uh, Russian leaders are saying? They, the Russians now can find out when that was said, uh, yeah. who was present at the meeting, who they can go after. Right. This is a death sentence for people overseas. If, if people are going to get the death sentence because of him, then he should at least spend his life in jail. If not, get the death sentence himself. Oh, this was great. Back and forth, even Stevens. It was like a classic heavyweight championship, like uh, Ali and uh, Smoking Joe. Oh, man, in the thriller in Manila. Joe Frazier, Muhammad Ali just punching themselves out. And then Sid and Congressman King were squabbling over the leaker, but especially in the information that was given out about the Ukraine. Wow. Okay, listen, I love your passion. I do think 21 years old, whether you serve or not, you're not a man yet. You are still a kid. And I do think there's other folks at the Pentagon that need to be taken a very, very, very good look at, above and beyond to share if we're going to solve this problem moving forward. So we agree on something. That is going on. That's why the Republicans... Oh, will you stop with that's going on? You know, you're the same guy, Peter, that tells me we should keep giving money to Ukraine because we've got somebody who's keeping an eye on the books. No, we don't. No, we don't. We know nothing. There's nobody I mean, taking I a good look at that. So wrong. Okay. No, I'm 100 percent right. I'm 100 percent right. Now, remember in the old battles when a heavyweight uh, boxing match would go 15 rounds. Let's assume this went 12 rounds. Sid Rosenberg versus Congressman Peter King. Then they would hit the bells. Nope. We're going an extra three rounds. That's right, Lou. We're going an extra three rounds, and they continued on about who is an ally. And who is not an ally? Okay, now, should we cut off every dollar we send to Israel, every dollar we send to our allies overseas? No, no, because they're, they're our allies. They're our allies. They you help us. So, so is Ukraine. Oh, yeah, they do a heck of a lot. Fighting a heroic battle yeah. right now. Fighting a heroic battle. Okay. One thing we learned about this leaker, we'll see where this leads to, is that once again the United States spies more on its allies and our allies spy more on us than we combined spy on our enemies, Russia, Red China, Iran, North Korea, etc. But once this heated battle took place, and it's sort of like the same, the thriller in Manila, right? 
when Muhammad Ali collapsed on Joe Frazier, Joe Frazier collapsed on Muhammad Ali. Listen to how Sid and Peter King ended this battle of debate titans. But we both agree the kid should be in jail. We both agree that. Right. I say forever. Anyway, and ended on this note. Good job, us. <laughs> Good job, us to you. Good job, us. Maybe they'll both stir the Empire Kosher chicken together. Maybe. <laughs> Hey, I'm telling you, uh, Lou, we have to uh, put that out into the Radio Hall of Fame. That is a classic back and forth that you don't hear on talk radio anymore. You don't hear on talk TV. That was top shelf, five star, as good as talk radio ever gets.